Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. Good evening, I'm Clarence Boone, and welcome to Bring It On, a multiple award-winning radio broadcast. In our 19th year as Indiana's only weekly community radio show, committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting the African-American community. Good evening. I'm Anya Jenkins. True Music Group is a collaborative collective of artists from the Midwest, blending styles like R&B, jazz, funk, and soul, and is versed in many styles of music. Created in 2018, True Music has played many shows from large concert venues to smaller intimate shows. And that voice you just heard is Anya Jenkins, who is a longtime contributor to Bring It On. Uh, she had uh, engineering duties at one point with our show, so glad to have her on as a special anchor this evening. Also, on the evening of December the 2nd, True Music is hosting a Mental Health Gala Awards program entitled Moments of Truth. They promise an event filled with inspiration, connection, and fun with attendees experiencing life-changing insights and unforgettable memories. Finally, they are appealing to everyone to come and connect with like-minded individuals. Hear from inspiring speakers and participate in engaging night of fellowship. Whether you're seeking personal growth, professional development, or simply a day of excitement, Moments of Truth is a place to be. Here to shed more light upon the festivities is founder and lead vocalist of True Music, Troy T. Thomas Jr. Troy, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Truly appreciate it. And Troy, you are joined this evening by uh, Tyra Anderson. Um, would you like to introduce Tyra for us, uh, Troy? Yes, well, uh, Tyra Anderson is also one of our co-vocalists. Uh, we kind of shifted the model from lead vocalist to now we are a trio. Uh, so Tyra is one of those lead vocalists as well. So Tyra, please say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm excited to be here today. All right. And now I understand that you all are going to sing a couple of songs for us as we sort of get into our interview, right? Or Yeah. Oh, wrong have... program. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe next time, Mr. Boone. <laughs> all right. All right. And he's calling me Mr. Boone. You can call me Clarence in, in these type of settings. And uh that, I thank you for the respect you've given me all through the years. Uh, I have worked with Troy before when I worked at, when I was at the Alumni Association. Uh, his organization would host events and programs honoring and recognizing notable individuals in the community. I mean, he's always been at the spearhead of doing these things. So it's no surprise that now later on, as he's uh, following his path of, of uh, stardom, uh, he has used this platform to honor and to recognize such things as mental health. Now, my question is, um, what would motivate you to do a benefit concert or a benefit evening of recognition for issues such as mental health? What, what's what's behind all this? Um, well, uh, initially, uh, it was initially it started because um, I suffered uh, quite a few tragedies in my undergraduate college um, experience. Um, I lost my brother in 2009. I lost my mother in 2011. Um, and those kind of were catalysts to me wanting to seek out um, help for my mental health. 
um, as somebody who struggled with the lack of resources when it came down to mental health and lack of understanding, um, it became something that was imperative to find a, a resource for myself to be able to navigate those spaces. Um, and that came uh, in, in that birth, the concept of True Music Group, uh, where it was an opportunity to not only just combine music, because as an artist, it's something I wanted to do as a creative, but also it's an opportunity to be able to shed light uh, when we perform and when we do different things, um, to be able to give people those resources. So just about any and every show that we go to, you'll see us, we'll have either some sort of resource uh, when it comes down to mental health. We'll have partners and affiliates there that'll be able to help, um, you know, in the process as you mentioned earlier with the Moments of Truth event, um, this will be our sixth installment. And we've worked hand in hand with community members um, in the Indianapolis and Bloomington area for the past five years to make sure that we have those resources available. And even so much so that Tyra is uh, currently working to pursue her uh, her degree in mental health as well. Um, so, I mean, we as a whole, uh, mental health has been something that's been important to each one of us. But I think it's it's great to have someone who looks like me to be able to understand some of the things that, you know, we've, we've been able to go through and navigate that space. You know, in the uh, Black community, we rarely talk about getting help in time of need. And um, as a uh, community, we have had our fair share of, of burdens to carry, a tragedy to work through. And just in the course of normal life, uh, there will be moments when it seems as if your world has come to a stop or um, some insurmountable obstacle is in front of you. And we oftentimes make the mistake of trying to either work through it, push through it, climb over it without getting the assistance of those who are trained to give us the strategies to do so. And I applaud you once again. You, you've always struck me as this individual who is responsive to the needs of the community and again one who acknowledges and recognizes those that are doing good work so it, how will this evening look and um tyra feel free to jump in also uh how will the evening look as far as what would the program look like uh it, it's i know true music will be performing but is there a dinner component and if you say there is you have me at dinner okay so uh, share with us how the evening's going to look um, well, for the evening, uh, we are actually this year trying something a little bit different. We'll be offering a resource fair um, from 6 to about 7 p.m. where people in the community community can come. And if they need resources um, tailored to the mental health um, or physical health or anything like that, we'll have different community members there. We'll have everything from licensed therapists to barbershops or salons or other different different events or places that we in our in the black community deem as a space for mental health. We'll have that resource available for them and different vendors of that nature. And then around the seven o'clock mark, we'll start dinner and we'll be having, we'll have some good food provided by some community sponsors and partners and things of that nature. And we'll also be having our keynote speaker. Uh, her name is Grace Norman Taylor. She is a four-time uh, para-athlete, uh, how do I say, a four-time uh, para-Olympian, that's what it is a four-time Paralympian. So uh, she is going to be our keynote speaker that evening um, and be providing us with some, just some words of wisdom and just talk to us about her journey and what it's taken for her to get 
to where she's at and then follow that. You'll have music by uh, myself, Tyra, and our other Tyra, or Squeaks as we call her, uh, which is comprised of True Music Group. And we'll be featuring other artists like Brian Thompson from the Indianapolis area. We'll have Evan Taylor, uh, who is a phenomenal trumpet player and things of that nature. So it's going to be a very, very fun evening of just fun fellowship, food, you know. And 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 before I turn it over to uh, Anya for some questions, uh, where's the location of the event? So uh, this year the event is actually we we've normally been at the uh, what is that far at far at our gallery, mm-hmm. but this year we get to move. We're moving because we are expanding, and we are going to be at fifteen twenty five South Rogers, and that's going to be the warehouse in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, so we're excited because um, the event is growing. We have more space, and we have more opportunity for you all to join us. Excellent, excellent. Anya? Um, that being said, I know you said that Evan, you, you guys have been at our gallery past few years. Increasing the space, I know that means that there's an increase of funds. So uh, how, how do you guys get the funds to be able to take care of an event that's spectacular for the community? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> there has been a, a outpouring of sponsorships that have become available from community members and partners. Uh, we have partners from Indiana University, several departments there that are going to be par- partnering with us. We have other community members, uh, local restaurants and things of that nature that have all decided to help with this event. So, well, you'll see things, everything from like silent auction items all the way to like the cost of the venue or, you know, even like we're working for a scholarship to potentially be able to give our award recipients some sort of a financial contribution to say, thank you for your work. And we see you. So, you know, we've, it's been a lot. Uh, tickets are on sale uh, for sure. Um, Tyra uh, tickets. Uh, I just completely lost my thought. So on the event, right. Um, website tickets are 25 to 50 dollars and um yeah we'll be having that and thank you so (laughs) so in order to purchase a ticket um what did the ticket the seat and access to the uh vendors and the resource fair yes uh as well as the concert and dinner is included on those as well Yes. Okay. So this this evening is one of of elegance where we dress to the nines because we're going to have the the full service of both an auction, keynote speaker, uh, resource, uh, information exchange, an elegant dinner, and of course, true music in concert. I mean, so we should dress to impress to come to this, or, or or what expectations are you holding out for the for the public? I well, personally, I would love if everyone showed up dressed to impress. Not Sunday best, but please show up. We want to see your suits. We want to see bows. We want to see ties, ladies. We want to see elegant gowns. We just want to make this. Imagine the Met Gala but in Bloomington. Like we want to, the goal of this event is to make it the who's who and the where's where event of the holiday season. We want everyone to just show up and show out. So I was going to say, if I may speak to before, like the next question. Um, Yeah, this is just an event where we all come together annually 
and we see each other, the community, and we just dress up. And of course, like Troy said, not Sunday's best, but we would love if everybody could dress up and um, just come and have fun because we do take pictures. We take videos. I'm having a photo booth station is just a time where we, we get to look back on those photos and we get to remember, okay, well, this happened, you know, last year and we can't wait to look for it until next year, next year, December, 2024 for this to happen. So yeah, definitely look your best. Uh, I, I have a two questions to follow up. One, not lost on me is that this is a benefit of sorts for mental health. So one question is, uh, do you have agencies that will uh, be the beneficiaries of the financial support that you're receiving that night? And then second, the timing of this concert, we have now entered into what I call the holiday roller coaster ride, mm-hmm. where I might as well add Halloween to it. For some reason, Halloween is getting <laughs> up there. I, I don't know what it is. It's Christmas commercials on October the 31st. I mean, I, I don't get it. But anyway, you have Halloween, then you have Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas, you have New Year's, and you have uh, Valentine's Day. I mean, it's emotionally, for someone who is going through, this can be a tremendous, burdensome time of year, especially if you've lost loved ones, if you're going through some relationship setbacks, Um if you're going through some life-changing experiences, this time of year, more than any other, I think, is can be a real heavy time. So getting back to supporting those health service agencies, what's your what's your ultimate goal there? What's your hopeful goal to reach to support agencies and maybe which ones? And then Tyree, if you want to talk a little bit, because I, I heard that your that your uh, major is sort of in this field, counseling psychology. So I, I like to get your aspect on how heavy this season can be for people. But oh, yes. um, but Troy, if you could talk to us a little bit about how financially, what agencies are have you targeted that will benefit from this? So uh, this year, we've been reaching out to local agencies. Um, we are partnering with Blue Sofa Counseling. Um, that is Mohammed Sayer. He's a local counseling agent. He was actually one of the recipients of our award two years ago. Um, and he has been a partner, with, a longtime partner with us as well. So organizations like his, um, there's Reclaiming Royalty that is um, headed by Michael and Keandra Whiteside. Um, they are a consulting and counseling business or consulting business. Um, and the goal is to be able to have a specific uh, organization. Right now, we are looking for specific organizations to say, hey, we want to partner with you on a consistent basis and make this happen. As of now, what we're doing with the funds and things like that, other than covering the general cost of the event, we're making sure we put those funds back into the pockets of those uh, award recipients. So whoever the recipients will be or recipient will be for that event will receive some sort of a monetary, monetary donation as a general thank you. Um, we've been looking and been making some connections with uh, NAMI. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but it's the National Association of Mental Illness. Um, have We have some representatives coming to the event from there. Um, and we also have some uh, celebrity, potentially some celebrity mental health uh, therapists that may be attending or viewing the event as well. So we're, we're really in the process of building um, and just growing to where we can have agencies that want to partner with us on a regular basis to be able to provide those resources so we can say, hey, we partner with da-da-da-da specifically. Um, is there a financial threshold that you're trying to make? Uh... Not that you're saying, well, if we don't make this, this is not a successful event, but what is your wishful, hopeful thought that we can at least raise X amount? 
to benefit so, these right, agencies. Yes. Uh, so right now, um, with everything taken into consideration, $10,000 is a, to me, seems like a very small number. But at sometimes I also understand when I was a college student or when I was, you know, a, a broke, <laughs> a broke <laughs> post-college pre-real job. <laughs> Man, uh, $10,000 seems like it's a lot of uh, funds, but I know in our community, $10,000, people spend $10,000 on miscellaneous items that aren't going for a cause such as this. So I feel like if there's something, a number, a price that we could put on it, you know, that's the bare minimal for me that would be able to say, hey, we are actually making an impact on someone's life. We're being able to provide these resources because as, like you said, as we are aware, mental health resources are, are not cheap. Unfortunately, and in our in our community, a lot of the times those resources only come out of a barbershop or of a conversation with a friend or a family member. And sometimes those conversations don't always have the we don't have the vernacular to be able to help and navigate those spaces. So making sure we're able to provide those resources, uh, that would be fantastic with that number. And I'll say if someone cannot attend the event for whatever conflict or whatever, they can donate, right? So how can yes. they go about making a donation? What, what should they do? So if you would like to make a donation, you can just go to truemusic.com. That's T-R-U-M-U-S-I-Q. And then you just click on the uh, tickets link for uh, the moments of truth. And once you do that, there'll be an option for you to donate and contribute to the uh, event. All right. And Tyra, um, I had asked beforehand, if you can talk a little bit about just some of the challenges that individuals can face during this time of year. It's um, what we may think as a festive holiday season for some may just be a dreary, mournful, depressing time. But can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, I'll be kind of speaking from the perspective of a student. Um, So like I have a few like international cohorts in my program that they can't really afford to go home. So for example, you know, they're all the way from Asia or whatever. And they're just like, I can't buy a flight ticket. Like that's too much. And so they're further away from family, miles and miles away from family. And so this event is kind of like, um, on one side, it's a relief from school. You know what I'm saying? It goes right into like finals week and the end of the, um, fall semester for us. And, um, also on the other hand, they get to, just have a go to an event where there is community there. And, you know, they may feel far away from family, but they can um, gain friendships and even fellowship and um, all that sorts of stuff. And even with music, we all know music has a very healing component to it. So when you have people there and then you're listening to the music and then they can even get connected with other people, you know, for their career and for their um, program and stuff. So it's, it's, for some students, it can be a very hard time of the year. For me, you know, I'm not far away from my family. Um, I live in Bloomington, but my family is up in Indianapolis. But even for me, it's it's just a nice way of feeling like, okay, I'm good. Like this event, I can relax a little bit, take some time off from the um, academics and writing papers and doing presentations. So, um that's how I look at it for this event, of course. And of course, I'm singing at it. This is our event. But um, that's just how I see it. The holidays can be a very challenging time for people um, mentally, you know, since we're um, touching on that subject. But True Music Moments of Truth um, event just really 
gives people a chance to have fellowship, have that family, get together with community, eat a good meal, because we know food is good for the soul as well as music is. So that's just on the lines of where that's at. Okay. And and then too, uh, around the holiday season, uh, I, as best as I can, I try to remember number one, I, I cannot, um, I cannot define my love toward another person by going in debt to buy them a gift. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so how many people fall into that trap? You know, the uh, marketers and uh, the advertisers are bombarding us already. You know, for some reason, Black Friday is supposed to be the time when you can do all your shopping right after, right after Thanksgiving. It used to be the day of Thanksgiving, but a lot of stores not, won't be open. And, that may seem like maybe well, that's sort of a trivial thing. No, the financial piece of the holiday season is important. People can go into debt. People get depressed because they don't have the resources. And can you speak to that as far as look? There are other tangible ways to show your love toward another person or your appreciation toward another person. Oh yes, I am a very honest person, and I'm going to give my honest opinion on this. I think we have strayed away from the purpose of what a holiday really is. Um, you know, and so even as a student and like Troy said, you know, broke college student or whatever, I don't have the funds to sit up here and uh, give mom and dad my token of appreciation for Christmas and my brothers and cousins and et cetera. But we have really lost the true meaning of what a holiday really is. It's spending time with family and friends, people who aren't blood, people who are, you know, I'm saying whoever you consider family or friends, we have really lost that. And it's just about smiling. And sometimes you get together and everybody's pitching in and somebody made the macaroni and cheese and somebody made the collard greens and the the yams, the sweet potato pie. But that's what it's a, it's all about, you know, spending time with family. And especially, you know, since I don't get to spend a lot of time with my family, it's just kind of like, we've really lost the true touch of what a holiday is supposed to be. Um, and in my opinion, I feel like it's, you're supposed to spend it with family and, you know, and that's why the show is very important for those students like IE, like international students that can't spend it with family because they can't get on a flight and, you know, go all the way back home. So, yeah. Well, I want to do a quick ID for those who just joined us. Uh, we're having an engaging conversation with Troy T. Thomas, Jr., founder and co-vocalist of the band True Music. He is being joined this evening uh, by Tyra Anderson, also a co-vocalist of the group. And uh, they're both here to talk about an upcoming event, an inspirational, uplifting event with entertainment, food, and fun. It's called Moments of Truth, Mental Health Gala and Awards Program, scheduled for December the 2nd at 6 p.m. at the warehouse, 1525 South Rogers Street, uh, near uh, Switchyard Park, but it's called the warehouse. Now, to get ticket information, you're encouraged to go to truemusic, T-R-U-M-U-S-I-Q dot com. Um, I want to turn this over to Anya. I know she has a couple of burning questions that, that she wish, wishes to ask. So, yeah, I really, gathering from this conversation a majority of this event functioning around yes it's a mental health but it's also around community um in terms of the depth of what that means 
um, not only for moments of truth, but for true music and for you guys individually. Can you tell us uh, what all, how the community has helped you within your mental health progression uh, and, and shine a light on how all of this has come to. Um, that's actually a, a fantastic question. Um, I think the concept of family, as Tyra was alluding to a little while ago, is it's a fleeting concept. Um, I feel like family and community is something that we use as arbitrary words just to say, oh, people I know versus people that I, I'm actually like living life with, I'm doing life, I'm building and growing with. Uh, Moments of Truth is just a catalyst for us uh, to have something that we come together and we get to enjoy as a collective whole. And it kind of just is the culmination of all the work we do throughout the course of the year. Um, uh, Tyra and Squeaks and myself, we've been bandmates at this point for two, almost three years. Um, and, and we've had several people come through in different iterations and things of that nature. But the one thing that's always happened is we've always built that community. We It's not just about us having rehearsal. It's not just about us talking. There have been several times where we'll go to a rehearsal and we won't sing a single note because there's just life that's happened. And I'm able to say, hey, look, I'm having a hard day. I don't know who else to talk to. Will y'all listen to me? And my and they're they're my bandmates, but they're also my family. They're my friends. They're at this point, these these are my sisters, you know? And it's like, hey, what do we do? How do I navigate this space? And it's just that concept. We want to be able to provide that opportunity for people in the community. And there have been several community members that have done that for us in different ways, different shapes and forms. Um, I could name several people, um, even with you two on, you know, the three of you on the, on the call. Um, but it just, it's the concept of knowing that there are people out there that support you in more ways than you probably ever will know. Uh, there are people that are willing to go above and beyond. And sometimes all it is is just a phone call. Sometimes it's a text message. Sometimes it's just like, hey, I saw you and I thought about you. Or <laughs> you ever had that like burning thing where it's like, I thought about you yesterday. And look, you popped up today. Like, it's just that opportunity. That's when you know you're really living life with a person. When you start to get to a point where not the whole silly, like, I'm finishing your sentences or I know your favorite foods. Like, I can do all, I can know that stuff about anybody if I really wanted to, but it's just like I want to know about your heart. I know what your heart is, or when I know when Tyra is speaking to me about things, regardless if how we say it or how it's, it's, it comes across, I know the heart of who she is. So it makes it a lot easier to hear and navigate that space, and that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that people are able to come to this event and they hear the heart of what we're doing. Yeah, somebody you may someone say, "Oh, we can do it better," or "I could do this," or "I could do that," or someone's like, "Well, I would have never imagined." But it's not about that for us. It's not about it's not about clout. It's not about and for me, honestly, it's not about money. If I could do this event and it was completely free and I could just give it to the community, that's the type of person. That's the heart that I have because I feel like as someone who struggles. Um, who has struggled with his mental health uh, I had with suicidal ideation, with depression, anxiety, stress, like all these things, you know, it is just the concept of having those people that we can reach out to. I can say, Tyra, I, Tyra, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm not okay. Or there were days I go to rehearsal and I'm like, I don't have anything to say at all. And they're like, I got you. Or it's just a hug or it's all right. Or the random messages that you get from your friend when you don't even think they're paying attention. And she's like, Hey, it's going to be okay. You know, those are the things that are important to us. Um, sorry, that's kind of, but it's just, it, 
it, it makes me, I didn't realize how filled with emotion I get when I think about the concept of being able to be there. Um, sure. And December, so the, the, in the, so December 1st, 2011 was the day my mother passed away. So this is in the middle of the holiday season for me. Um, in 2009, my brother passed away on October 2nd. So from October 2nd to December 1st for several years, I personally dealt with all of the things that, that come with mental illness when it comes to stress and fear and all those things. So that made it even more difficult. And then finally in 2018, 2019, we were like, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to spend this holiday upset or, or alone. So that's when, you know, for me as a spiritual person, I was like, Hey God, like I need you to put people in my life that are going to be able to allow me to be better and to be okay. And that's what he's done. You know, of course I've got my biological sister and my family and things like that. But sometimes our children, our chosen family comes in and saves the day just the same. I was just going to say too, um, just to like, kind of like close this, but, you you can't do life alone. You cannot do life alone. You have to have community. I don't care what anyone says. You cannot do life alone. There are going to be some times where you're on 25% and maybe that person who is, you know, at 99% can help you get all the way up there. You know what I'm saying? So you cannot do life alone. And I always stress this to people. And even when I have like practice uh, therapy runs and sessions, you know, we have to have community. We have to have people around us, um, around, yes, around us that uh, love us and, of course, love us in a healthy manner. So I always stress that you have to have community and you cannot do life alone. So. Well, thank you thank all you. for being so transparent. That is so refreshing. Anya, you wanted to do a follow-up to that? Yeah, I have a follow-up question. Um, I do... Troy, I know we've talked um, times about this, but I wanted um, just for the listeners to understand the through some of the loss that you've experienced, you've tied that back into this uh, this event, moments of truth. Can you explain um, the the scholarships and the awards, please? Yes. Um, so we typically ha- give out two major awards for the event. We have the She Slash Hero Award. Um, and that is an, for a community member or someone who is a avid advocate for mental health. They may not be a licensed, ther- licensed therapist or a counselor or anything like that, but there's someone that people in the community are like, I, this person has defended me. This person has supported me. This person has, you know, been there for me, ha- has been that liaison or has bridged the gap. Well, that award is for any community member that we feel is supporting just who runs that supportive nature in the, in the community. Um, we've had several award recipients since the start who we have nominees from all over the city, all over the region at this point in time that have just out, I mean, shown out like and when it comes down to who they are and what they want to do for the community. Um, so that's one of our, our, our secondary award. Our largest award is actually named in honor of my mother. So this is the Debbie J white uh, champion award. And that is for someone preferably that works in mental health. Um, we, if they're licensed or getting working towards the licensure, you know, we want someone that is actually currently like working in the field and doing the work of a mental health champion. 
Um, they're championing the cause by either providing those resources, by going, be, uh, you know, going out front and being on the front lines or the person that is like, hey, you know what? I want to go back to school. I want to I want to learn about this, um, this craft. I want to learn about this. So that way I can support those in my community. Um, last year's winner was Derek Boyd. He um, is he was a Ph.D. candidate um, at IU and he started a program called Chopping It Up. It's an opportunity for college students from freshman uh, first year students all the way up through seniors or even some graduate level students that get to come in a minority setting and sit and talk about their issues in an open group forum. It's not group counseling or therapy, but it's a space where the students get to come and just say, hey, this week sucked, <laughs> or I don't like this teacher, or I'm struggling. Um, and he created, he cultivated that program from the ground up. He started it four years ago, or it's almost five years ago now, and it is thriving in our community and uh, for our program uh, specifically. So it's, it's things like that. We've got, you know, Michael Whiteside, who is now, he, he and his wife have moved out of the Bloomington community, but still managed to come back and give back to our community. And they are running their business, reclaiming royalty, um, the consulting business, things of that nature. He also is working as a licensed mental health uh, counselor and like social worker. The whole, like he's just going above and beyond to do the work that's needed. So those are our, our biggest awards. And those awards, if you have any uh, anybody in the community that you think might be a recipient or someone that might be eligible, please just email us at, you know, at Troy Thomas at treemusic.com. We would love to hear about their story and get to know them a little bit more. So. All right. Once again, uh, we're talking about the moments of truth, mental health gala and awards program scheduled for December the 2nd at 6 p.m. at the warehouse 515, rather 25 South Rogers Street. And for ticket information and to contact Troy, go to treemusic.com and to contact Troy, it's Troy at treemusic.com. Uh, earlier in our conversation, Troy, you mentioned some of the outlets that people use to um, sort of express themselves, to vent, to express frustration, to reach out, if you will. One of those is one that we're all rather familiar with, and that is the barbershop. And I would think, and I almost, I, I don't want to assume that a beauty salon is a place for women, because sisters, their chemistry is different than ours. Uh, brothers can sit in a barber chair and tell their whole life story. I don't know if sisters can sit in a beautician, unless they're getting their hair braided, or something's done where you're going to spend hours with this individual and you're going to get to know them really well. Um, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll go to Tyra. She has that look on her face like, no, he didn't. <laughs> Tyra, what's the, what's the real deal? How, how do beauty salons and other outlets like that help women cope? Well, you know, first it kind of starts off with the, the client and the, the beautician's relationship. You know what I'm saying? You get comfortable and she's doing your hair and you're you're in the uh, shampoo bowl. And now she's asking you, well, how's school going? You know, I'm just um, emulating mm -hmm. what uh, um, a time will look like for me in the beauty shop. But, well, how's school going? I'll be like, oh, it's going okay. I'm a little bit stressed out. I'm a little bit stressed out. Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, you, you have to make sure you take care of yourself. And even as someone who is a helper and um, futuristically, you know, a therapist, hearing someone else tell me that I have to take care of my mental health, it feels so good to me. And when I'm just sitting in that chair and she's uh, 
scrubbing my scalp. And I'm just like, I do need to take care of myself. And sometimes even getting my hair done helps me take care of myself too, because I, you know, feel um, much better. But yeah, that's just kind of how those are, you know, cultivated and still too. um, It's just, it's good. You have to talk things out. We keep so much emotions in. And we just, I don't talk about anything. I don't talk about anything. And the longevity of it is you're going to end up, it's going to be a detriment to yourself. You're going to end up hurting yourself, keeping all that in. And sometimes it could be a friend. Sometimes I call up my mother and I'm just like, mom, I am stressed out. This adulting thing is so new to me and my beautician talking to my beautician. So you have to let those things out. You have to talk to other people, even if it's not, exactly someone who was trained and has the degree for mental health counseling or whatever, but you have to get those things out. It helps you. And then you just feel this, you feel alleviated of like, Oh, okay. I know once I sigh, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I got that off my chest. I needed to get that off. So yeah, that's kind of how that's. Are are those sessions usually one-on-one? I know it's sort of an intimate setting with your beautician and the client, but could all of a sudden other women that are seated nearby chime in? I mean, can it turn into a group session, unofficial group session? It has before. It has okay. before. Okay. I've had somebody um, chime in. It was a older lady. And she said, oh, yeah, my daughter's over there at Ball State. And she's, she's, she's having a time. And it's a little stressful. But, you know, and then they'll end up giving me advice. Well, you know, do A, B, and C. And you'll feel better. I I guarantee you, you'll feel better. And then sometimes I even walk out there and they're, they have given me resources and they're like, well, here, call this number. If you need any help or you know what, um, talk to me if you ever need like any help, you know, even sometimes like at church, like that happens. Like I have a mother that says, call me if you need any help. If there's anything on your mind, call me, I'm here for you. And it comes, it, it goes full circle back to that community aspect when I said you cannot do life alone you know community is there for you you have to find people who are going to help invest in you you know in a healthy manner and it just it helps me because I'm I'm going to be honest without all the the thoughtful words and um the techniques and tools and resources that other people have given me um yeah to this day I don't I don't know if I would still be in school I don't know if that so yeah and and self care, Troy in the barber's chair with self care. How, how does it work out? Well, here's the thing. So for a long time, I had locks, right? So I didn't go get my hair cut. So I was doing it by myself. Um, but even somehow, I still managed to be on the phone talking to somebody, or I managed to in that moment where I'm taking space and I'm sitting in the mirror. I'm like, hey, does this look good? You know, is this all right? Um, but then there's just times when I have like special events and I go to the barbershop and for the the first time I went to the barbershop after I cut my locks and got to sit in a community of men that were just, I mean, men that looked like me, men that talked about things that were going on in the world like me, men that were talking about their struggles and their excitements and their fears and all these things. And, you know, boy, you know, guys doing it in the like macho way, oh, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, you know. But it still is like an enlightening moment to be able to say, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only person that's struggling with X, Y, and Z. Or, you know what, or for relationship issues or problems or, you know, I can go and ask and say, you know what, so this has been going on. 
am I tripping? Am I wrong? Should I apologize? You know, it's just it's in those spaces where you would get you get that secondary voice. You get that the concept of like, okay, it it's not all in here, right? Um, I saw a meme the other day and it it made me laugh. It said, if you talk to yourself, it is a form of mental illness. And the response to that was, I have concerts, I have thoughts, I have whole conversations by myself. I'm too far gone. And so that just means for me, I was like, oh, well, if that's the case, I'm a creative. So I must be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs at this point because <laughs> the amount of things that go on in a creative's head, like, you know, you got to let that stuff out because if not, oh, baby, you know, so finding that space, finding that, like, it may be the barbershop, it may be a classroom, it may be a physical activity or the gym or, you know, finding that space that allows you room and opportunities to get some of those like feelings, thoughts, fears, emotions out, you know, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's something that you cannot go without. Cause like to Tyra's point, you, you can't live life without community. Like you, you just can't. The, um, the event and, and I want to maybe have one more question about, and we'll talk a bit more about moments of truth, but um, well, too, actually, in answering this, can you tell us why you chose Moments of Truth as the title of the event? But then, uh, just as a logistical question, will this be a no cell phone space? So the goal for this event is for people to come and be present in the moment. Now, okay. There will be ample time for pictures and things of that nature. However, for the discussion and conversations and keynote speaker, we really want people to just disconnect for a second it's okay um and i mind you I, we're not gonna have like a basket at the door that says please leave your cell phone here and pick it up on your way out that's not that's not the case at all but we definitely no. do want people if nothing else silence your cell phone put it on do not disturb or something like that and just enjoy being a part of the moment um i i had the beauty of going to to iu back in time when rotary phones rule <laughs> okay all right so yeah i'm dating myself and I we, know where the rotary walk, phone is. A rotary phone. Okay, I know what a rotary phone is. It's in a museum somewhere. Okay. <laughs> but I remember times walking to Valentine from Foster Quad, right? I would give a head nod to every brother or sister I saw. Didn't have to stop and talk about, hey, how's your hometown? How's your... No, we just acknowledged one another. I am so frustrated that does not go on. Uh, I'm surprised everybody doesn't have carpal tunnel or that their thumbs are all locked up because people can walk side by side and they're into their phones. And, and that in itself, that's a form. I, I know, I know it's a community. It's one of the greatest communication devices that Star Trek ever envisioned back in the day. But I'll tell you <laughs> this, it has done more to break up personal social interaction. It's not happening anymore. And, and this is not a program to talk about how do we combat that. No, I mean, it's it's discipline, it's balance. But, man, sometimes I miss meaningful heart-to-heart conversation with the fellas, with my sisters, you know, to get their perspective as they bash us. But, you know, the fact is, I just, I miss those conversations. And a cell phone, if we could master a way, let alone people that drive and use a cell phone, that right there is, is a hazard. Um, and I, I will be the one to create that device that shuts your car off if you use your cell phone while you drive. But anyway, the question is, uh, and, and maybe considering making this a no cell phone zone, uh, 
for the purposes of enriching fellowship just for, say, 45 minutes. Um, maybe a, a social agreement of sort, you know, non-enforceable. But can we all just agree to talk to the person seated next to you that you don't maybe know? No. Let's talk about life. And if you can achieve that, then amen, you will get an award. Um, and, and then I want to kind of shift now in the true music with the remaining time that we have, true music to me sounds as if it is um, your platform, your vehicle to breathe. Yeah. And and if I'm wrong, can you maybe share the genesis of true music and what true music has done to you? I've seen you perform. I've seen you go into your your ultra persona. You know, you come out there, you know, you do your thing. But 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 tell us, you know, what is what is true music in its pure essence? What is true music? Let's be honest. In today's society, people do not perform to be authentic. People perform to make money. People perform because someone else said that you should do this or you should do that. Um, true music is a combination of vocalists and artists who want to who strive to have that euphoric moment on stage um where it's just you and you ever see those movies or commercials where like all of a sudden like you're singing this auditorium and then poof no one else is there it's just you in this space and it's just like me the stage the lights this moment what's going on that is the essence of who we are as an organization. We want people to be able to spotlight themselves and have that euphoric moment in that space. I think it's moments where the three of us are on stage performing together and we lock into a certain rhythm or a certain harmony part or a certain note and we just all get it. Like, it's it's not about... I mean, Tyra, you can help me with this, but it's just like, it's those moments where we're just like, oh, that was good. It's that like, you get the chills or, you know, you get that moment like, oh, like, yeah. Us too, like music, um, as I said earlier, it has a very healing component. And when we get together, just sing and even um, uh, inclusivity, you know, it's just, we get to sing our own genres. Like me, I grew up in the church. I love singing gospel music. That's just what I, it helps me get through my week. And, you know, we all will we'll sing the backgrounds to everybody's song and all that. stuff. we just get together and we sing and it just helps me feel just so good, especially when I'm singing those gospel lyrics. And I'm just like, I'll be OK. Like, I'll make it through like this too shall pass. You know, and we just like, whoa. And then, you know, for Troy, you know, R&B and also gospel as well. And then Tyra, she does a lot of um, rock and, you know, metal. So it's just like. It's that time where we can just be ourselves and really be authentic and organic. Right. I think music and singing, uh, either instrument instrumentation or singing vocally, is one of the most direct pipelines to one's soul. Um, in that a soul can communicate its passion, its purpose, its pain, its joy through a melody. Um, mm-hmm. And I think listeners to a concert that can connect with that feel empowered or emboldened or they can feel the pain or they can help carry the pain of that performer. And we've seen it time and time again. Um, And I think of maybe mentors that you all may know, like uh, Dr. Mumford, 
Tyron Cooper, Dr. Professor Tyron Cooper, or Dr. Charles Wise, or not Charles Wise, but Dr. Wise. You, you look at these these shoulders that a lot of the programs, um, even for those that are older, Portia Maltzby, and on and on. But but you see these these icons that have gone before, that have embedded in the students the uh, ability to get out of body, to get the audience. Let them hear you. Make it your own. Just like those that sing the national anthem, we always kind of smile. Because some people are going to take that song and just make it their rendition, you know, uh, from Roseanne Barr to Whitney Houston. Okay, you, you just, it, they're going to do it. But uh, music has that power. And it's interesting that you chose the vehicle of music to provide a night of healing and joy and fellowship. Uh, and, and that is so right on. That is so right on. So, in a sense, true music helps you, bro- you both breathe. And uh, Anya, anything you want to share as sort of the the audio technician? Does, does true music or other groups you work with allow you the ability to give Anya through your craft of making sure that mics and speakers and everything sounds uh, just the way it should sound? Yeah, that I feel like um, we all know in black music. There are different um, of patient there of the stage performer of the audience were back to the performer. For me, well, I'm, I'm like the middle between the two, and so, so for me, it's uh, I feel like that a way to participate and sometimes you know, an Anya, enhancing performer is. Anya, Anya, I'm going to stop you for a second. We're all kind of politely smiling because before we went live with this pre-record, we were just so particular about how sound quality is. And now your particular audio has been choppy and whatever. And I'm just smiling like, and I just gave you this big buildup. And now we have the world's greatest sound engineer. And she's going to tell us what this means to her. And then, and, and, and this technology, you know, but if you could share that again, and I got bits and pieces, but I, I want you to really fully express being sort of that middle connector, um, because you can't have a concert unless you have the sound right. You can't right. and let it's, these people I mean, be themselves, you know. Go ahead. Right. So yeah, the biggest thing, I think some sometimes people either just sound people sound magical and it's and if you have a mic then it'll be fine. But there's also a component of uh, amplifying the natural of what the artist is right sometimes uh, or eating that right so there's a fine line between enhancing manipulating and amplifying um real sound and so for me um true music over as well and there it is that understanding of um the of what what it is the authenticity that is on stage being able to reflect that in what the audience hears. Um, and some people don't get that. It's like if it, if the mic works and I can, I can at least I'm going to the speaker then we're, but it's so much more. Um, and I know, I know that uh, Troy and Tyra have been there and I'm very meticulous about how certain things sound or come off because it's, um, it's an art, um, but it also, it reflects the, that band or that individual, you know, and so it it is 
it, to me, it's very important. Um, but also when, I mean, in our community, that's like, you mess up the style, you, <laughs> we're not letting you back in. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's, I'm actually looking for people, uh, <laughs> some sound if necessary, but, um, yeah, that, that is the, it, there's a quality that sometimes gets, uh, put on the wayside. Right. Well, we have five minutes left. And, and again, I got to chide you a little bit because as, as much of a particular, um, perfectionist that you are, and I've known you for years, uh, you, you have managed our, our church sound system. And I am a former sound engineer at our church. You get the least little bit of feedback. All heads will turn at you and look and penetrate you and, and crucify you afresh. But uh, I just look back and say, hey, show me mercy, you know. But being a perfectionist, you're so right that uh, you're tailoring and you're helping to ensure that the expression is coming across that medium, which is the sound via microphone or via Wi-Fi, whatever it is, that is coming across the way the artist would want and what the audience deserves, especially if uh, they're investing some some of their resources for whatever span of time they're going to be both entertained and, and in this case, if you come out to the Moments of Truth event, you will be uplifted, you will be encouraged, and you will be inspired. Um, we have um, about four minutes left, um, and I just want to ask both our guests again, just to give a perspective of uh, true music I, I picked up is both an enduring means by which there is healing going on in your life, Troy, and you are helping others by uh, how you're exercising your craft and letting them be a part of Troy's life for whatever span of you know, the concert. Um, and Tyra, I have picked up that now in your pursuits of being a clinical psychologist and, and one day perhaps Dr. Anderson, uh, music to you is meaning a lot. Is there anything with the remaining time? We have about oh, 90 seconds each. If parting words for those that are listening, if you want to promote this event a little bit more, talk about what true music means to you, that's fine. So we'll, we'll start with Tyra. Okay, yes. Um, first of all, an honor to be here. Um, second of all, we do hope that we see everyone, if you can make it, Please come. It'll be a nice, joyful time. We can have community and love and true music. We we work very hard. I just want to read it. We work very, very, very hard out of our busy schedules to get together. And so we want you all to enjoy this. And we want you all to um, come back better. That's what one of my um, professors would say. Just um Come back and or leave better. I'm sorry. Just leave better than where, when you came there. So, yeah, that would be my closing remarks there. All right. And Troy. Um, I just want to say on behalf of Tyra Anderson and Tyra Yagatich or Squeaks, as we call her, um, and Troy Thomas and all of us at True Music. Um, we just want to say thank you all so much for just the time um, that you've taken over the years to just hear our hearts to see our craft and see what we do. We are all creatives in our own right, in our own ways. Um, but at the end of the day, we are all just humans. We all get dressed the same way everybody else does, one pant leg at a time. Uh, we just we just want you to come and see us after we put our pants on and uh, get our fancy dresses and all that situated. Um, 
And if you, it just so happened, if your pocketbooks are open, if your heart is open and willing, uh, we would love for you to contribute and donate to the cause. Um, because at the end of the day, this is something that we want to see outlast us. We don't want it to just be a, you know, a one-off or, uh, oh, that was good for a couple of years. We want to see it excel and grow um, and be able to have a space for our children and even their children to be able to, you know, grow and know it's okay to say I'm not okay or it's okay to say, hey, I need help to be okay. Hey, and with that, our thanks to Troy T. Thomas Jr. Um, what does the T stand for, Troy? Ooh, that is a so that personal and private. Okay. I'll just say Troy Tiberius Thomas <laughs> Jr. Uh, and that is not his name. Troy T. Thomas Jr., founder <laughs> and co-vocalist of the band True Music. And along with him this evening is Tyra Anderson, who is also a co-vocalist with True Music. They both are here uh, to promote an upcoming evening of inspirational and uplifting entertainment. There will be food, music, and fun at the Moments of Truth Mental Health Gala and Awards Program scheduled for December 2nd. And mark your calendars, December 2nd, 6 p.m., at the warehouse, 1525 South Rogers Street, next to Switch Art Park. Uh, now, to get tickets, go to True Music, T R U M U S I Q.com. Bring It On has an open submission policy. So if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. This address is bringiton at wfhb.org. We want to make sure we share everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address, once again, is bringiton at wfhb.org. Bringing on's executive producer is yours truly, Clarence Boone, and tonight's co-anchor has been Anya Jenkins. Show consultant, WFHB News Department Director is Kate Young. Program engineer is Chantal LaFontaine. Original theme music was created by Jamil FM with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Clarence Boone. And I'm Anya Jenkins. Be sure to tune in next Monday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Bring It On, right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org.